back inside the Give Me Some Truth studio. We actually switched studios, guys. We are now uh, in the the other conference room, a little bit more of an intimate setting here around uh, in some armchairs. And today we're going to talk about news resolutions. We're a couple weeks out still, week and a half or so from the start of uh, 2022. But I'm joined by Mitch DeWitt, Jonathan Jordan here in the studio to talk news resolutions. Not necessarily financial resolutions, but we might have some of those in there, Mitch, throughout the episode. But I'll kick it off to you first. As yeah. you think about 2022 and 2022, what comes to mind? Well, right now I'm immediately thinking of the setup here. Like you mentioned, we're in a new studio and these chairs are infinitely better and more comfortable than the prior setup. So well done, Dan, on switching it up here. Hopefully this will be, hopefully this will be the future of Give Me Some Truth recording. Is that yeah. true or is this a temporary No, that's thing? true. It's uh, the original plan was to actually do this as our first video recording as well in the armchairs, give it more of, you know, the... Uh, the intimate just sitting around the table talking kind of feel on a, on a video, yeah. but we're not quite there yet. This is just the test run on audio, I guess. Yeah, it's a little me. more like, you know, comfortable, have a coffee and chat over, give me some truth instead of the formal wooden table. Well, I, I had on my new year's resolutions for 2021 to uh, improve the sound quality of, of my voice and everything that we have here at Wagner Condon for these podcasts. And not to say that they were bad, but apparently I have a, uh, SM7B microphone now, which uh, some big recording artists have used. I don't know if there's an auto tuner on there like T-Pain uses, but hopefully we'll my out. voice, yeah, hopefully my voice sounds real smooth through this brand new microphone. You've got the editing skills, right, Dan? Yeah, we can we can throw auto tune on there. Yeah, yeah, you can always do that after the fact. We actually uh, we had our family uh, Christmas this past weekend, and uh, we do gag gifts every year instead of actual gifts, where we just like pick something about that person and basically roast them uh, about that thing. <laughs> Um, but I had my grandpa and I'm like, why get him a physical gift when I can just use my voice and do recording? So I did a, uh, recording as if it were a phone tree for a, a mock business of his. Really? Cause he's, he's tried to desperate. Well received? Uh, he was trying to, I'll give you the backstory on this. He, he's tried <laughs> to set me up multiple times, um, with people that he and my grandma know, um, for dating. And so I made a, a mock phone tree for his dating service, <laughs> but he tried to tell me after I was done playing it for everyone that it was all my grandma not him <laughs> responsible for the she's like it's, it's all it's all her idea this isn't me oh man i'm like well i still that, capitalize it's the thought that counts right oh, is yeah. that what they say when it comes yeah. to gifts thought that counts yeah there's a lot of thought and effort behind there i did it last minute too that was all done in the last you know two hours before we did the exchange oh nice nice so, so once you do your gift exchange and everything then you get the week leading up do you spend that week kind of thinking about your your resolutions that you're going to make or is it something where uh you kind of know i need to do this but i'm waiting till january 1st to do it because that's ultimately what happens when you make these new year resolutions we put it on one date right new year fresh me mm -hmm. how, how, how about you guys do you guys wait till that or do you just kind of Oof. make them as you go i i've never been well, full disclosure while we're at it, right? In the podcast, I've never been a huge resolution guy. I feel like usually throughout the year, I'm pretty good about instilling discipline around my day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month. But that said, I mean, there's always things that you want to kind of refresh or maybe re-emphasize, I think, at the beginning of the year. And for me, it's not like on January 1st, it's turning the page and I'm flipping over to this brand new Mitch. You know what I mean? But when it comes to the things that I want to accomplish in 2022, let's say, yeah, maybe there's some things I want to be doing differently from, from a health perspective, from a fitness perspective. And again, that's something that I've always incorporated into my, my daily, monthly, you know, weekly or daily, weekly, monthly type of lifestyle. But 
no, I don't start on January 1st and say, all right, you know, I'm done. The, the new year's Eve party is, uh, is, is over. Um, I'm not going to have another sip of alcohol for the rest of 2022. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more of ease into it, but I think generally speaking, January is a little bit of a reset from, all right, I'm done with the holidays. I don't need to be eating all this delicious, yummy, but maybe terrible for me food, you know, from all the holiday parties and stuff like that. But that's usually my, my approach on these things. I mean, some of it is, is just carrying forward. So for example, fitness, I've always been five days a week is what I want to do. Some sort of exercise. Now that exercise might change, right? There's some years in 20, what, 18, I said, Hey, I want to do a marathon that year. So there's yeah, something like that, that, that I sprinkled in there. And in 2022, We'll have to, we'll have to see. I'm going to define some of those things. I remember you did that marathon when you set that goal and you worked hard for it, just how, uh, how proud you were of the accomplishment. And I felt the need to go and train for a half marathon, which I did. And I was only half the man you were, Mitch, but um, <laughs> I, I survived it and I'll never do it again. So I made a new, I'm making a new year's resolution to never run half a marathon again. And for the record, I have not run another marathon since yeah. then. I, I kind of want to, I, I applied to run in Chicago's, yeah. but wow it's a lotto process. So I didn't get picked from the lottery. So just a sign. I'll have to, sure. yeah, it's a sign. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not getting picked either. So, yeah, but you, you said Mitch that you are not really a big like resolutions guy. You're more consistent throughout the year. I know for me, it's kind of evolved and I'm, I'm a few years older than you, but just as I got older, I used to try and make these resolutions that are what I feel like you're, I'm setting myself up for failure on a list that I know that at the end of the year, more than likely, I'm not going to hit or I'm going to give up on, but I have found that new year's resolutions are a very important thing for me to give to my kids because I always have things I want them to resolve. And so I start the year off and I kind of give them a list of things I'd like to see some improvements on <laughs> or maybe some successes in. So I do, I do sit down with them at the beginning of every year and talk about what their goals are, things they want to change. Um, you know, those consistent uh, life things. And, and I found that to be successful, but with myself, I, you know, at the beginning of the year, I don't really make a list, so to speak, although it's very popular to do. I, I know that there's something like 45% of Americans at the beginning of the year make these New Year's resolutions. Now, I don't know the percentage of them that are successful, but that's one of their, um, you know, things that they do. But it's more of a Western culture type thing. And in, the, in America, it's kind of like, hey, make a New Year's resolution, whether it's one thing or five things in a list. So... I know Dan. Dan, you you look you're looking at me like you've got uh, a couple things that you're going to make this year as, as resolutions. So, so I guess the, the the reason this comes to mind for me is I keep track of the books I read in a year. I have just a note on my iPhone of how many books I read, and this year I'm very much coming up short of where I finished last year. I think I've read, how many? I hate to admit this on the podcast and have it go in in the annals of history, but I've I've read eight this year with a couple that I haven't finished. So I'm not even averaging one a month right now. That's pretty embarrassing. But I did. Are you going left. to finish? At the time of this recording, we still got a week and some change. We got almost, you know, what, somewhere between a week and a half or so. Yeah, it's, it's funny you should mention that because last night I actually went into, I use Libby um, through the South Central Wisconsin um, library system, their app. Um, and I read mostly on my phone, which for better or for worse, it's just easier than having to go to the library and pick stuff up. But. I'm shocked the local library system has an app. Well, it's not necessarily the localized library systems app for South Central Wisconsin library system, but I think it's like a national app because I, oh, I, when okay. I lived in Florida, okay. they had Libby too. So yep. very helpful, but you can use it on your Kindle, stuff like that. So it makes, you know, requesting holds and, and stuff like that a lot easier. But anyway, last year I did 12 
And so I got four more to read in the next, what, 11 days. Ooh. <laughs> Woof. Well, well, if you're <laughs> that, able that's to, a lot. Yeah, if you're able to get that accomplished, you'll be a part of the 9% of Americans that, according to a study in 2016, were successful with their their New Year's resolution. Did so you just Google that? I, well, I, I've been looking into this. <laughs> or did you memorize that top of mind? I think that, that there's, what do they say? Like you could squeeze numbers hard enough, they'll confess to anything, but at the end of the day, they never lie. So they said around 41% was the number in this study that, that makes New Year's resolutions. And it said of that, those that did, it was 9% of them reported at the end of the year that they were successful. So it, it, that's why I said for me, it's, and I was definitely a part of the, the 91% that were unsuccessful each year when I'd make these resolutions. But when I'd set goals, that was a different thing. So setting goals and accomplishing things like I want to work out um, three days a week versus I need to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to lose 20 pounds and I only lose eight. You know, it's more about being consistent and having goal setting for me. And I think everybody can benefit from, you know, taking a look and an inventory of where your life's at and things you want to accomplish, whether it's, I'd like to learn a hobby. You know, I, I taught myself to play guitar 25 years ago and I wouldn't say that I'm great, but I've gotten better every year because I practiced at it. But if I would have said, Oh, I'm going to make a new year's resolution that I'm going to learn piano. I, I know that I would never have the time to go do that. So it's, you know, learning a new hobby for me, you know, would be difficult to do, but it's more of a time thing too. Yeah, and of course, we're in the financial planning world, right? So a lot of times people will take a look at finances and have some sort of goal when it comes to turning the calendar year, right? So there's some clients that are already on my calendar, and maybe you're listening to this, maybe you're not, but where we're basically going to do kind of a, a strategic goal planning session specifically to the year ahead. And some of them we've done at, at month end in December here. Some are in January and some of you might be listening. And if that's something you want to do, absolutely have my calendar do that. But there's also things that, that sometimes are, are built in and automated actually that you may or may not be aware of. So for example, one thing we've seen with increasing retirement plan contributions, like in 401ks, if you're not already maxing out your, your 401k based on what the IRS actually allows you to put in there, if you're not already doing that, some of these have systems in place that it just by default increases your contribution percentage by a percent every year that goes by. So sometimes there's actually things that whether you're aware of it or not, you're, you're further, you know, increment incrementally um, advancing the likelihood of, of a goal, even if it's the tune of a little percent here or there. It's not like these have to be these life changing. Hey, I'm, I'm 2022 is the year that I'm going to you know, get way ahead on my, on my investing and saving and retirement goals and all this thing. No, sometimes it's just these little tweaks. And, and fortunately there's tools and automation in some cases that actually make our jobs easier to accomplish some of these things. Yeah. One, one of the ones I've seen too, is that people saying, I want to take a closer look at my spending going into new year and see where my discretionary spending is going versus saving and, and also just the, the set expenses that we know we have every month. And there's some great tools within the banks and sometimes the apps that your banks have that you can go and see that, um, or you can run, you know, kind of reports and keep it yourself too, and just get an idea of what you're spending. But I think a, a good new year's resolution, um, for me and, and my wife's listening would be maybe, you know, keeping the Amazon purchases under 10 for the month that I see on the card hit to Amazon, Amazon, 
<laughs> Amazon again, because it's so easy for buy 10 you know, transactions. It, yeah, is there a limit on the transaction a, a piece? I, I don't, I don't know if there's going to be a limit, but she's probably going to stack them and, uh, and make sure that they're all packed in and say, well, it was only nine transactions. So I hit the limit, but I'd say, well, but they're spread out, but it, it, it's a way that you can have that conversation of tracking what your spending is. And it is a good idea in the new year because you can kind of keep it for year over year. I mean, we do our taxes year over year. So if we get an idea of what our spending is against what our income is, and it's just a healthy, healthy way to look at your finances and, you know, each year over year and, and not, they're not always going to be the same. Some years are going to be higher spending years and some could be, you know, there's less going on. For example, you read more last year, Dan, I'm not surprised because it was a really different year with COVID. There was probably a lot of t- free time. And then this year it's a little more active and so you have to find the time and create it. So. Or sometimes too, I've had, and some of this is COVID related just because over the last year and a half, two years, COVID changed our the way that we work and, and the way that we live in a lot of ways. But the other thing that people might do coming into a new year would be, hey, this is going to be the year that we're going to downsize and we're going to buy an RV or we're going to do, you know, insert fun recreational type of activity here. Absolutely. Have those conversations with us, you know, because those are, those are kind of the fun ones. You don't work and put all this energy into your career, your entire life to, to not spend a little bit. Right. So John, we kind of talked about some of the traditional things. Hey, I want to spend more or, or excuse me, Hey, I want to spend less or save more. Right. But then now we're seeing a lot more of these, these conversations towards, Hey, COVID really changed my, my outlook on life. Right. I can work remote now and maybe I want to go do an extended vacation. I want to get that RV. I want to do some of these fun things. And of course there's dollar signs attached to a lot of these things, but those are conversations we're having more and more of, and they're kind of fun. It's fun to help people plan around those things. Oh, absolutely. Especially when they've been, you know, working for something so long and they have had this dream and a goal, but you know, you have to actually get to the point where you're willing to execute on it. Yep. Yep. So, so Dan, are we supposed to like commit to the give me some truth audience, some sort of, of, goal or resolution that we have here. What was your thought? No, that was, I was just thinking that I was like, before we end this podcast, I want each of us to have a resolution on the podcast. That way it's set in stone. People can hold us accountable, not only people in the room, but people who are listening. Um, So I think it'd be good to at least have one resolution from each of us. I don't know if we're all ready for that at this juncture of the the podcast, but the one thing I did want to throw out there before we go down that road is kind of comes at an interesting time for us business-wise, because, you know, we're talking goals tomorrow for individuals and for the business um, in, a, in a meeting with everyone in the firm. So I think it just is an interesting conversation that we're having today with that in mind, because it's not just necessarily personal goals, but if, you know, for small business owners out there listening, probably the time of the year where they're thinking about, okay, what are my 22, 2022 goals for my business, uh, for me personally, you know, in their profession, whenever they do, professionally speaking. So I just think the the juncture that this conversation is happening kind of lines pretty well with that conversation that we're planning on having tomorrow in terms of strategic planning. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, and you're exactly right. I mean, I've got some individual goals as far as I, I want to continue growing, right? So some of you listeners out there, maybe, maybe you are clients, maybe you're not clients, right? But I've, I've got personal goals that are related to the business as far as I want to continue working with some new households, right? And we're not in a position that we're taking on every new household because there's capacity reasons for that. But I want to continue to grow and take on new households. And if if you've had a great experience working with me or the firm or with John or or anybody here, right? We'd love to have you spread 
spread the word. And that's one way that we do grow. We do podcasts like this and Dan is rocking and rolling in the marketing train, but that's something that that's huge when it comes to to growing. So I've got my individual goals there. We have our firm go- goals, which we'll see what the outcome of that is, right? Because we're all coming in prepared to that meeting uh, to try to, to grow as a firm. But my commitment, Dan. Here we go. Drum roll. Isn't there a drum roll? You got a... There, there's a lot of buttons, and I don't know which one's drum roll is. Hold on, let me, let me, let me see. It would help to, to have it on. Hold on. Try it again. Here we go. Nope. Oh. No, that's crickets. There we go. Ooh. That's kind of a joke, okay. drum roll, but it, there's a drum. Suffice. I feel yeah. like there's a punchline. <laughs> there is a drum. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not um, quick enough on my feet to add a joke there. But, anyways, my resolution is to read more books than Dan in 2022. Interesting. And and I want to do so in a way that is because my CFP is done. MBA was done a few years ago. And now I want to pick up a, a better balance of, yes, I want to continue furthering my education in the financial world. So like right now I'm finishing up a, another deep dive book on social security of all fun things, <laughs> but that's 2021. So that doesn't we'll do, count. We'll do it on the podcast. But also, also sprinkle in the balance with, with some, some things that I enjoy reading, whether it be something about, oh, I don't know, Michigan athletics. I'm, I'm a Michigan Wolverine. Some of you know. So, you know, every now and then sprinkle in a fun book in there as well. So try to be balanced in my approach. Jim Harbaugh wrote a book about beating Ohio State, but it's not going to be out till 2023. Well, he finally just did it. It takes a while to get it published. Hey, as a and player, editor, he did. As a player. That's true. Um, so for me, I'll, I'll go on record, you know, earlier this year when I, when I ruptured my Achilles back in July and I was, you know, sedentary for a couple months and trying to do as many active things as I could do with my arms. But I picked up a little bit of, um, the poundage this year. And so I know for me, I normally don't like to set weight loss goals, but I really need to, um, with this, you get older and you start getting, you know, risks for hypertension, high blood pressure, everything else. And so I'm, I'm currently tipping the scales at, 224 pounds. So, so I, that that's higher than what my, my BMI has me listed as in my athletic look, but I'm, I'm actually on borderline obese according to the BMI, which hasn't changed over many years, but so that body mass index. So what I'd like to do is get down to where I'm in range. It tells me I'm supposed to be about 185. I think that that's uh, that's a, a little bit uh, of too drastic of a change that I would want to do, but 205 pounds. So losing 20 pounds, over the course of the year and not just I'm going to shed 20 and then gain it all back at Christmas like I normally do, but I'm just to stay consistent with the lifestyle. So I've, I've followed it up. I joined a gym and I'm starting to eat better. Um, but I'm, I'm pacing myself through Christmas time because I do want to enjoy some of my favorites and the holiday classics. And, but, uh, come the new year, I know that's something I'm going to, going to be working on. So 20 pounds, you heard it here. All right, Dad. first. What's that? I uh, heard it here first. <laughs> What's yours? Mine, I don't really want to go into it too much because I, I feel like I'm, you know, advertising reckless spending habits by uh, by bringing this up. But I brought bought a drone recently <laughs> and I really want to get into some like nature drone photography, air photography in 2022. And I want, this is maybe a bit of a lofty goal, but Fitchburg has their art fair usually in, I think August sometime. Really love to have enough nature photography by then. That's good enough to be able to participate in that art fair. So, Oh, so, so the, the goal is to, to get in. Yes. Into the art I mean, fair. you can probably get in. Anyone can get in. I think if you just pay the, the fee up front. But, oh, okay. 
I won't have good enough stuff to be able to participate, not just because yeah. I paid the entrance fee to do it. So it's oh, awesome. We will see. Yep. But that is the, that's kind of the goal out there in the in the ether right now. So I'm solidifying it right here on the air right now. So nice. That's nice. mine. So we have kind of a mix of health in there between the three of us. We have a little bit of, you know, education, I guess, through through reading. Dan is a new hobby. And there's been a lot of education actually. I've learned a ton about drones, drone regulations, airspace, way too much to go into in this podcast, but nice. If we ever need a, just a complete tangent of a podcast, that's the one you talk drones. There are several podcasts about specifically building your own drone business, by the way. So <laughs> they exist. I've looked them up. <laughs> nice. Nice. We've really gone off, uh, off the rails here, haven't we? No, this is really. what happens to bring me into the, the booth. You know, yeah. you let me talk too much in the podcast and, uh, Things well, I, happen, but I'm, I'm excited to hear. And as I get together with my clients here about what they'd like to accomplish over the new year, but definitely, um, you know, this has been a great year here at Walkner Condon and, and looking back at some of the changes and, and things that we've had really in the last year and a half, but this last year has been great, but I look forward. The most important thing that we have is our relationship with our clients and learning about what their goals are and what they want to accomplish. So in those meetings at the beginning of the year, I'm sure we'll be talking about what are, what are your personal goals? What are your financial goals throughout the year? And that should be be great. And I know that, you know, our next podcast, you know, might be even more interesting than us talking about, uh, you know, our, our new year's resolutions. Um, but that's truly why we do this business is for the clients and for the relationships that we have. Oh. Well, I think to the point about, you know, our meeting tomorrow is a, as a business and, you know, what are the individual goals within the business and what's, you know, what's the firm goal for the business for the next year? I think, uh, you know, a big part of that is just, you know, putting it out there. Like we just did just now is, you know, putting it out there for you to, to actually have something that's, you know, tangible to, to actually feel it and kind of see it come to fruition. So if you don't have those goals, you can't necessarily reach them. So although whatever it was, 9% of people hit their news resolutions, I think a big part of that is just putting it out there and incrementally, Mitch, as you said, building towards whatever they might be. Even if you don't get to that end goal, at least it's out there and you can, you know, establish some steps to get there. And I think that's, you guys yeah, probably both say it's a, a little big bit of part a- of the financial piece to it is, Right, right. Having a plan in place. Right. Just because the plan isn't, doesn't always go as, as you envision it, right? Rarely does it actually go according to plan. That doesn't mean you shouldn't have one, right? <laughs> it's kind of one of those sayings that's been around forever. Um, what, what is it again? Those who don't plan or those who fail to plan, plan to fail. Thank you. Thank you. We're just full of the cliches Seriously. today, you know? We're doing the the New Year's resolution podcast. <laughs> well, my, New Year, new me. I have yeah. four teenagers, so I'm used to saying, you know, you guys need to make a plan. Thanks for backing that. me up there, John. I, I, I was good, about to really butcher that, those, that statement yeah, there. Those who fail <laughs> to plan, plan to fail. So that's the way it goes. And so, Very ominous ending to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> plan to fail. We you are know, just plan. really deep right here, you know. I think that's actually cheery compared to the um, the what we're hearing about the ominous winter of illness and death coming. <laughs> so the term I heard last week was viral blizzard. Yes, viral blizzard. Ugh. So I feel very just, optimistic and just just saying, let's make a plan. Let's make a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the CFP website? Let's make a plan. <laughs> think, org. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. Should I just? I th- you're right. I probably should cite that. I think we, I just stole that accidentally. Yeah, we don't want the CF board, CFP board coming after us oh, here. Oops. We did not intend to infringe on your your trademark. We're into a follow up apology podcast that we don't have it uh, trademarked, <laughs> and they own the trademark to let's make a plan. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening and um, to give me some truth, and we'll welcome you back to our next podcast uh, coming up at the beginning of next year. So. Have a, have a great one, everybody.
Wachter Conan Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Registration with the SEC does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The opinions expressed by the participants of this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of Wachter Conan Financial Advisors. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Thanks for listening, and for further information, please visit walknercondon.com.